Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Elisa Ellie, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason K. Dickie Lopez, Carnifex, Alex K, More Dine, Doma El Laka, Dr. Grinis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Gold Rhino, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, and Fig Tear. Thank you all for your support. And now a recap of Session 94. After solving Willowside's hunger problem using high-level magic and dinner parties, we begin to make plans for attacking the Zolgath camp. We decide there's some shit we need that we don't have, so Moonlight uses the stone teleportation ring thingy to boop on over to Eskadar and do a shopping trip. We spend a couple days learning spells and gaining defense points for Willowside before enacting our plan. We decide to start with the dinosaur pens and invisibly teleport to them. We sow chaos and it goes quite well. We also find a potential new circus member in a kobold on a stegosaurus. As the dinosaurs are eating each other and everything's on fire, we contemplate what to do next. Still invisible, we decide to head over to a place where there are some dangerous fiends about. We are fully stocked on spells, so... Basically. Wizard's the only one expending spells right now. Dude, I, I straight up prepared all utility, pretty much. I planned for this shit. As long as they're not undead, we're fine. If they're undead, we're in trouble. No, we're not. We got sunburst. Yeah, you've got a couple sunburst. Then we're in trouble. And then I killed him. I got disrupt undead. I got... We're good. Well, disrupt undead's a cantrip, but... Yes, but you also need your spells to heal us when we get hurt. How far away was this? Do I need to re-up our invisibility sphere? Uh, no, you can travel to this within the hour. Okay. The sphere won't last this uh, encounter, most likely. Okay. Unless you find a very clever way of handling it. Clever, you say? Because you all surprise the shit out of me sometimes, so you know how that goes. A thick netting of vines and debris joins several tall trees to form a large enclosure subdivided into a small entry and a large swampy paddock. Both have gates made of long wriggling creepers. A heavy beam across the top of the enclosure looks suitable for an immense bird or bat to roost. The structure is covered in a thin greenish haze that reeks of sodden leaves and decay. I want everybody to give me a fortitude save for the Zolgath stench that permeates the entirety of the camp. 31 better be enough. Fuck, we rolled bad. (laughs) Not good from, like, any of us. Wow, that is the worst set of rolls I've seen in a while. This isn't looking good, guys. We can smell things, but we're invisible, so we can just throw up. It's a sickened condition, right? Yeah. Yeah, is our throw up invisible? No, it's super colorful. I throw up. I throw up rainbows. <laughs> Jebediah casts juvenile companion and turns turtle into a kitty. What? That's a real thing. Sure is. <laughs> what? First off, juvenile companion sounds just creepy as fuck. Kind of does. Oh man! Wow. Second off, I had no other point. Juvenile companion sounds creepy <laughs> as fuck. Oh, jeez. Well, you're not wrong. Is that the name of the spell? Juvenile companion? <laughs> Guys, stop. 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 We've got a kitty now. It's just, it's just a kitty turtle. Uh, the wizard. You succeed with a 32. Everyone else fails. <laughs> At least we know what the save is. I wonder what the save was. <laughs> as we rolled 32, 31, 29, like... What's the critical failure? Is it different? Critical failure is a minus two circumstance penalty to recover from the second condition. The creature also gets a five-foot movement status penalty to speeds. So you actually just are sickened one, critical failure or not. If you crit failed, you have a minus five to your movement speed. And you can recover from the second condition. But you've got a minus two. You get a minus two to recover from that, yes. Turtle critically failed, so it's going to be... Oh no, she's as slow as the rest of the party. 
You slow fuckers. She's still faster. <laughs> I'm faster. Her movement speed's 45. Good god. Okay, <laughs> after the 5 foot decrease, or...? No, it should be a 40. She's tied with me. And <laughs> she's a kitten, so she's just like... <laughs> we throw up. So, yeah, uh, fortitude saves to throw up and get rid of the second condition. <laughs> it's just get it out of there right away. You just all start throwing up in my invisibility sphere. <laughs> oh, yep. God. Yep. Towards the back. It's a dick move. I'm not letting you guys in my sphere anymore. <laughs> we, all pick, we all pick a direction. Uh, <laughs> the vomit breaches the sphere. There's just vomit spewing out from all directions of the sphere. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> they need a 32. Oh my god, Turtle. That poor kitten. Oh, Turtle's getting that one twice. He's gotten that one twice. <laughs> Turtle's in the middle of coughing up like a, a hairball right now. She's really confused why she's so small. Okay, uh, Moonlight, you get rid of the second condition. Peach Pie with a 34. Peach Pie, you're fine with a 45. Jeb, Turtle, both fail to recover. As you're standing around the feeding enclosure coughing and gagging. You see some creatures moving inside, skittering. It's hard to get a good look at them, but they're small. Not like pill bug size, but they're like shaped like pill bugs, sort of. Maybe the size of a basketball. Can I do a check on them? You can't get a good enough look at them right now, actually. Mm. All the webbing and the netting and the, the mist and the haze, you're too far away to get a good enough look. But you see that there are some creatures back there. And there are maybe some shadows of larger creatures, but it's hard to tell if that's the swampy decorative bits inside the enclosure as part of the habitat playing tricks on your eyes, or if there actually are some creatures in there that are larger. It's hard to tell. Is them vomiting, or are you guys still vomiting? I'd literally keep trying. You can just keep gagging until it's gone. Sure. There we go. Better. One interesting thing about the fiend enclosure and, and the wizard who isn't like sick at all by this and I can imagine you're surprised and that everybody's even defected by this. There are not really any patrols. No Zogaths around in this area. This fiend enclosure kind of stands on its own. Apparently nobody wants to be near it. Alright, so we're going to try anything clever or are we just going to go kill these mofos? I think this is just to go kill these mofos because we don't know what's in there. Let's do it. So from what you can tell, there are two entrances. So which door do you enter? Do you enter that wooden enclosure as sort of like the entrance before you go into the main area? I just want to get closer so I can try and figure out what these things are. Yeah, what is what is this? What is this black nothing? That's that's like a wooden building, an outbuilding. That almost seems like an uh, it's built. It's not built into it, but it's built right next to the webbing of the enclosure. Okay. Just like a web nets of green and vines and things like that, but this wooden enclosure is attached to it and a side next to it. Can't see inside of it at all. It is in fact a black box. No windows, just two doors. One outside the enclosure, one inside the enclosure, and then the main entry into the enclosure itself. Pay closer to the enclosure. Can I see these things or try to make a check on them yet? Is everybody following you? I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Slowly. We have to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and give uh, give me a check. What kind of check would you like? Occultism. Ew. Um, I'm already hero point that. Oh, all right. I got two. Why not? <sighs> not much better. 31. You recognize there are all of these little bugs... So little's the wrong word. I'm just using little as in you know comparison to what else you see in here. First, you see hundreds of these little assholes. They're like centipedes, but short and fucking angry. Each of them are about two feet long. They're plated bugs with red spines all over them and big wicked red pincers. You see their mouths. They're just grotesque. The closer you get, you also see, along with all of the little ones, there are two giants, and they're called Aukashungi. Oh my. It looks like a very big, beetly, spiky bug thing. Looks like a pill bug with spikes. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. The giant ones are huge in size. 
like three by three on the map. And they're surrounded by and are kind of in the middle of these smaller, two feet long, swarming Akashangis. What do I know about them? You got a success. You know that they are aberrations, and they're actually natives of the Glutton Dark, Zevgavazeb's realm. Mm. They're known for just eating everything. They're one of those devour-all sort of bugs. Generally, in a swarm of Akashungi, an alpha emerges from a swarm of them, and they gain massive size. In this case, it looks like there are enough Akashungis for two giant Akashungis. Do I know if the alpha dies, how does it affect the rest of them? It doesn't, really. Then over time, a new alpha will emerge. AoE should wipe out the little ones, I would think. Yeah. I kind of think we should... uh, Check out this room. Check out this room before we go into there. Make sure there's nothing big in there that would get behind us or anything. You get two pieces of information from the Akashungis before we get started in that. Uh, Weaknesses and resistances... Weaknesses, the smaller ones, swarm weaknesses. Area damage, splash damage. For the big ones, no specific weaknesses. Resistances, they have resistances to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Both the big and small ones do? Correct. And big ones more so on the resistances. But even the small ones have those. Any elemental resistances or just the physical weapon? Just the physical weapon resistances. Okay. Well, that enclosure's fucked. Let me start AOEing it. Let's go check out this place. Is that door locked? It is not. Let's check it for traps quick. Guys, do do we want to make a new door? (laughs) Is that once per day? They're both once per day. I mean, this looks like it's a small, pretty easy... It's a small wooden... You'd be able to get through. wooden outbuilding. Then we just don't have to worry about whether this door is trapped or not. We just go around it. Skip the trap entirely. I mean, I doubt there's a trap on this door. I mean, it's. Uh, I rolled a one on the perception. There might, be, I might think there's a trap on the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's absolutely a trap on that door, Moonlight. Uh, guys, I think there's a trap on this door. I just can't quite figure out how to undo it. Moonlight, have you been smoking my herb? What? <laughs> no. Why? I got a forty. Do I see a trap on this door? No traps on this I, door. You have no idea what talking about. I just open the door and stare at Moonlight. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you open the door and you come face to face with this creature. Oh, good. <laughs> there's a creature right in front of us as I'm staring at you. I just like, look and I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck. That thing is large, I guess, but... It's large in size. So like a whale with really long clawed arms and sharp teeth and two legs and it's also a tree. I can't get over the blue nippled udders. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot under of its chin and on its belly. Oh, they're like pink udder-looking things, and they're blue-tipped. It has two like T-Rex arms, but at the end of the T-Rex arms are like these light blue, wispy nervous system stem look to it. Out of the back are two tentacles with rows and rows of teeth on the ends of each of the tentacles, just writhing about. This thing is ridiculous. Let's kill it. In abyssal, it turns to the other one and says, Well, the doors don't just open on its own, now does it? Yes, it does. There's five of them, aren't there? No, the door opens. Yes. The door opened I on its own. I can't see them, but there's five of them. No, the door opened on its own. One of them is very intelligent. I can Why, thank you. smell him from here. Jeb doesn't understand them. can only imagine what they think about the rest of us, then. Oh, you think I'm intelligent? Thank you. Mm, that's the one. Come, come. Do you have tea? Closer. No, you no tea. I brought tea. Would you like some tea? They look at each other. This tea construct is odd. How do you prepare this tea? 
I'm done with this. Let's just fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the diplomacy to maintain this. You know this. Like, and I, fireball. I, I can bullshit until initiatives are rolled. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Whatever the answer is, is they're going to basically say they're going to make tea from your brain and it's going to taste delicious. I, 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 I'm starting to think it's me. Is it, <laughs> is it me? That was a good time to call for initiative. Just wanted to have tea. Why don't they ever want tea? <laughs> <laughs> is it me? Is, is it me? I think it's me. This whole conversation happened while you were still in the invisibility sphere. Mm-hmm. They can't see you still. But you know that they can tell you're there. I mean, I've been talking to them, yeah. Yeah, they have something called psionic scent. They can sense the presence of creatures with an intelligence of at least minus three. I think they can even detect... They can detect a uh, turtle as well, can't they? Or does turtle have a negative four on intelligence? She's got a zero. Oh, wait. Yeah, she has a zero. Zero? Really? Yeah. Isn't that smarter than a few party members? Uh, yes. Yes, it smarter is. Than, <laughs> smarter than Moonlight. <laughs> Why is our leader such a dumbass? <laughs> you don't have to be smart to be a leader. Because Moonlight is wise and charismatic. Yep. Yes. Yes. Strength. I got Moonlight's back on intelligence. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, at the top of the initiative order, we're going to have everybody roll a will save. Uh, this is for the hypnotic stench aura. It's 30 feet from these creatures. Hell yeah, I rolled a 19 and got a 40. Is it a magical effect? <laughs> yes. It does? Yep. I guess I'm going to be using my second hero point as I rolled the nat one on that. Oof. Our saves are rough. Oof. So, wizard, what'd you get? Uh, I had a nat one. I hero pointed it up to a 36. A 36 is a success because this ability has the incapacitation trait. That is a critical success. Moonlight, what'd you get? Uh, Also a 36. Same story. Critical success because of incapacitation traits. Jeb, what'd you get? 29. That is a failure. Which turns into a success. Which, Which turns, turns into, into a, a critical, critical success. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Will. <laughs> Jump through time. <laughs> so Amazing. good. Amazing. So good. You will affect Turtle probably with the 28. Uh, yeah, the 28 is going to fail. However, it's not a critical failure. Turtle's level is higher than theirs. That's just a success. And finally, Peach Pie. 40. 40 is just straight up a success. That's good. Nobody is affected by the aura, and everybody is immune to it for the next 24 hours. At the top of round one, one of the creatures inside of this wooden hut just outside of the enclosure, the weird tentacly monster, uses their first action to open the door into the enclosure and in abyssal. Akushangi food. Roughly translated. <laughs> yeah, it's a roughly translated. No, it's, it's, perfect. it's perfectly translated by the whiz. <laughs> and then it goes over to Peach Pie. You're all still invisible. Well, I'm going to move into the room. I'm going to move kind of around him in a way that would incur attacks of opportunity if he has such. Peach Pie delay. David delay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know how this party works. We've got an AOE first. Peach Pie will delay. Thank you. After Peach Pie delays, Wizard, it's your turn. Recall knowledge. What do you want? Yeah, religion on this one. Really? I thought aberrations were occult. This is not an aberration. Oh, it's a fiend. That's right. This is a fiend. Yeah, the uh, bugs are aberrations from the glutton dark. This is actually a fiend from the glutton dark. Single action. I'm going to be doing single action on this. Got it. Fuck. Uh, 29. Probably a fail. That is a failure. I will tell you one piece of information. They are called Zilverex. Do I know what plane they're from? They're from the Glutton Dark. Yeah, they're from the, the Abyss. Glutton Dark as well. Okay. Yeah, the Glutton Dark is a la- layer of the Abyss. The Zilverex, they can smell intelligence, as I mentioned before. Uh, but because of that, that means they're maybe a little more susceptible to will saving throws than they are any of the others. Okay. Fuck off. Damn it, I wanted to finally break out the spell. Oh. 
What did you do? I attempted to banish it. I casted Banishment on it as my second and third actions. Banishment? Which is a will save, and it appears to have succeeded. It did. It just I rolled a 17 on the die on that one. That is a 36. That's a success. And the target resists being banished. And that's it. That's depressing. I really wanted to banish something. One of these days. Well, all, they're all ready for banishment. That does break our invisibility, though. It's a hostile it action. going to anyways. Peach Pie, did you want to go now? Or are you waiting? Yeah, I'll go. Well, unless Jeb, are you gonna, you're going to cast some AoEs in there? Nah, these things look like they want an axe. Alright, I go in there. And yeah, I move around them in a way that would incur an attack of opportunity if they have it. They do, and it will take it. Alright. Bite down at you. Gets a 30 to hit. That'll miss. When I finish my movement, getting up to there, as far as I can make it. Second action, I will rage, and now I will attack. Ah, that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. It's crit. Oh, I gotta look at all those dice. God damn. 76 damage, and he's knocked prone. And the, the sonic rune, you can hear it just... And knocking this thing right on its ass. Done. Oh, that's right. I forgot we added the electricity rune to that to yours. Yeah. I got so much shit going on. Lots that's of dice got 60, 12 plus 46 plus 26. Steer yeah. 26. That gets I like it. I like <laughs> it's it. pretty nice. All right. Well, then after Peach Pie moves deep into the room to set somebody up for flanking, goes angry and smacks a bitch right into the ground. It's one of the Akushungi's turns. They skitter closer, and they get up right next to the door. They look way too big to fit through this door, and it puts its gross, chittering face right up against the door frame. It fills it with its teeth. That's terrifying. I hate that. It just... And it turns back to the other Akushungis and then makes a bunch of clicks at them. And then it disappears as it burrows into the ground right outside in front of the door. Good. Oh, God, it's going to come out right next to us, guys. That takes us over to the large fiend that Peach Pie just knocked on his ass. Uh, uses his first action to stand. I smack a bitch with my reaction. 37 to hit? 37 hits. I will deal it. 32 damage. Yikes. Alright, not a crit, so it does successfully stand. Peach Pie takes this guy down to half health in those two hits. What the creature does is it leans its head back so that its mouth is facing the ceiling, and you see all the little, like, tentacles and blue udder nipples across its back just start... Undulating, and then they start spraying bile all over the place. All creatures within 30 feet need to give me a fortitude save. That's all of us. <laughs> That's all of you. Uh, also, not a fortitude save to avoid taking damage. You're all going to take 4d6 acid damage. Dude, my fucking sage or hot trash. I just rolled my second nat one for a save tonight in this combat. So everyone takes 14 acid damage as you inhale the bile's noxious fumes. Everyone except for Peach Pie. Peach Pie, you save on the Fortitude with a 33. Everyone else fails. I critically fail. The wizard, because you critically failed, you are sickened too. Moonlight, Jeb, and Turtle are sickened one. And it uses two actions to use that Disgorging Bile ability... Yeah, that's right. That's what that ability is called. Disgorge Bile. That takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Does Large Fiend 1 detect Turtle? I saw you roll a stealth check earlier. What was it? 39. It's against their perception DC. The 39 successfully hides. I will move into flanking against Fiend number 1. And he has an attack of opportunity as his turn went and came and went. All right, yeah. And he's going to swipe at you with his jaws. He's going to make a jaw attack. And, of course, nat 20 on the die. It's a critical hit. He deals Jebediah 53 points of piercing damage as he bites into his shoulder. All right, well, I can still hit him. Does a 30 hit? A 30 does not hit. All right. So he takes no damage. 
And then Turtle jumps in with the cap bounce, trying to strike, making it a hostile action. She goes, boom. Wait, are you saying she increases in size? The second I make a hostile action, she goes back to normal. (laughs) That is awesome. You turn her into a little kitten, and then when she attacks, she becomes a giant tiger. Cat pounce tiger. (laughs) That's fantastic. The little kitten turtle grows to normal size in the middle of the leap. That's fantastic. And then it was flat-footed, so she will take advantage of that. Sneak attack. I was just going to roll damage. That's not how this works. That's how that works. I can't remember. Does crit, does sneak, sneak doesn't crit, right? Yeah, it does. Okay. But yes, nat 20 with Turtle's Claw hits. Turtle pounces in gets some critical damage there. And then she'll attack again. Not as good. 25. <laughs> 25 misses. No. And then after Jebediah and Turtle enter the room in a big way, Moonlight's it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to three-action cast a spell I have not tried yet. Oh. Uh, It's called Visions of Danger. It is uh, three actions, 30-foot burst, duration one minute. An illusion of horrific creatures fills the spell's area. The creatures look like basically anything I want. Tiny swarming monsters of whatever specific appearance. Mine is going to look like shadow tendrils or shadow arms, like reaching up from the ground, like clawing at anything within the uh, the area. It does a 88 mental damage, basic will save. So let me. Okay. So and that's going to hit both of the fiends, and it's going to hit the swarm that's outside because your point of origin is outside that building, right? Uh, yes. Got it. Which one? Oh, you don't you don't get the huge aberration, the one that burrowed. Is the swarm on here somewhere? The swarm is on there. You can't see it, but so I need a will saves from all three of them, and they all suck. Wow! The swarm outside you don't see because critical failure, and both of the fiends fail. Okay. The Zilverex fail. So they all take 88 damage, which is 44. Nice rolls there. It, so it took 98 damage? So it, No, it's area damage 10. It's week 10. Oh, yeah. So the swarm outside, and you can't see them, but it affects them. It just gets in that area of effect. You hear the squealings and the, the excited quickened clicks and clatters of these little bugs. Okay, and now the fun part, it stays. Each creature that enters or starts its turn inside the burst takes the damage again. Starts its turn inside the burst? Yes. Fuck me. And they all get new will saves. They can attempt to interact with the monsters or observe it with the seek action to attempt to disbelieve the illusion again. So I think they would get another will save. Oh, but that doesn't make any sense, because a creature that critically succeeds at its will save can immediately attempt to disbelieve the illusion. So it is an illusion. So is disbelieving an illusion something different? I wonder if disbelieving is its own. Oh, so it gets a perception check against my caster DC to attempt to disbelieve the illusion. If it critically succeeds, or it interacts, or seeks, which I think would be actions... Oh, like to actually like lean down and like grab at or right. do something like that. Like actually use an action to try to do something with them. Okay. Very interesting. So the uh, creepy shadow hands coming out of the ground stay. Correct. And it's not even sustained. It's just there for a minute. For a minute? Fuck, that's really good. So, very interesting turn. Uh, I like that spell. So sorry for taking a lot of time, but... <laughs> No, it's okay. Is that all, all three actions? Yeah, right? that is three actions to cast that spell. It is a three-action spell. Got it. All right, well, that's going to take us over to the bottom of round one. And at the bottom of round one, we actually have the Akushungi Swarm. And they f- nope right the fuck off out of this thing. Oh, so they need to give me a will save then. Oh, because they started it. Yes. They started with it in the turn. So, yeah, they're they're going to... It gets 19. Uh, that's a critical failure again. Well, there we go. It takes another, well, 36 doubled, 72. So 72. Is that still considered 82. an AOB, 82? 
Yeah, absolutely. A 82 points of damage. I think you might actually fucking kill it with just this casting. Kill this thing before it even gets to go. Really piss off its, uh, its friend. Fuck! You do. You kill it. You kill it with the mental AoE and you didn't even know it was there. <laughs> uh, a total of 216 points of damage with the casting of that spell. I mean, help it criti critically failed twice. Yeah, it's I mean, a, obviously. Oh, it's only got a plus 13. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, but it was their worst save. The Akashungi's will save is their worst by a, a long shot. Well, there you go. Yeah, it takes out all of the little skittering bugs, and they disperse whatever's left of them. They're mostly dead and lying in a huge bundle just at the edge of this spell. That takes us over to one of the giant Akushungis, one of the ones that was not anywhere nearby. He was actually at the top of the order. So he uses his first action to get a little closer to this vision here. And it's going to... Does he take damage when he enters? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, he's going to enter with his second action. Stupid bug does stupid things. Then he needs to give me a will save. He gets a 30? That's uh, a failure. Not a critical failure. Takes 35 damage. 35. Hell of a spell. As he takes all that damage, the giant bugs, like, confusingly skitters itself in a circle for a moment, and then with its final action, it burrows down into the ground. Which takes us over to the large fiend who is almost smack dab in the middle of this mental image. He runs to the edge. No, no, he needs to give me a will save first. Oh, that's right, will save. Will save is where we start. It gets a 26. He fails. Good God. It takes 36 damage. 36 points of damage. Okay, it uses its action to get all the way clear to the other side. That's two attacks of opportunity. Yeah, it, it will. It will. But it moves all the way to clear to the other side out of the AOE burst that Moonlight's created here. Um, and yes, provoking from both Peach Pie and Jeb on the way through. Mm, I use mine. Hasn't been my turn yet. Oh, because he stood up on his turn. That's right. He goes through this thing? Okay. Yeah, 30. 30 misses. So the attack opportunities don't go off. So it's got its final two actions here. It knows that Moonlight was the one that did this. You should just give up. Have tea with us. Have tea. I got some good shit. Uh, it turns to you, Peach Pie, and it says uh, in, in Abyssal, obviously, Zeb Gavizeb only devours. And it attacks you. Devours you all the tea. Devour tea. <laughs> yeah. Devour some tea with us. Devour some tea, man. Bro, I got some munchies from from es from Escadar. Like we we said. But he claw attacks Peach Pie and gets a forty-two to hit. That is, and that's gonna deal you twenty-four points of damage. He's gonna use his third action to grab you. Okay. So you are now grabbed. As soon as he grabs you, those two, like, lamprey eel tentacle things that come out of its back start, like, moving in towards you. And it looks cool. like they're about to latch onto your chest. They don't yet, but... I'm not Tay. <laughs> Wizard, it's your turn. Um, I don't know if I even want to burn any more spells. I might just... Throw some cantrips. Moonlight, that that this spell placement moonlight is is just insane. Yeah, the problem is it sticks around, so it's been hard to try to find a time to use it because we try to move around the battlefield so much. And when would they be standing in one spot? So finally worked. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I'm just going to drop an electric arc on the two guys since I can see both of them. Okay, the, two, the two fiends, two large fiends, yeah. Well, we get a 24 and a 37. Uh, 24 fails, 37 is a success. Might still kill it. Uh, I rolled 24 on my 7d4 plus 5. Not bad. Not bad rolls at all. Damage is damage. I got one action left. I will back up just 5 feet. I'm just going to take a step away. All right. Peach Pie. It's your turn. And at the beginning of your turn... The feasting tentacles attach to your body. Alright. And they suck in your life force. You are now drained one. 
And the Zovarek regains 20 hit points from you. Alright. I'll get like a fortitude save on that or anything. Nope. You are grabbed at the beginning of your turn. Alright. Well, with my first action, we're just going to try and finish off this guy over here to the west. Can't quite get flanking on him, but that's all right. We'll just we'll just smack him and get a 40 to hit. That'll do it. I suspect he will be squished. He is squished. With a 41 to damage? Yeah. He only had like uh, 10 hit points. So he probably would have just died on his turn, but it works. Ah, uh, well. Probably. <laughs> I will then attack the one that's grabbing me, because he's a jerk. What a jackass. Oh, jeez. Fun. That's a crit. That's net 20. So many crits, Peach Pie. God, there's so many dice. 72 damage. And then I want to use Awesome Blow. Yes. And so he needs to give an athletics check versus my fortitude DC. Quick interjection here. In this combat, I fuck up Awesome Blow. Having the enemy give me an athletics check versus my fortitude DC, it should have been the other way around. I should have been giving an athletics check versus their fortitude DC. I get it right moving forward, but in this combat, I definitely fuck it up. If if you have Awesome Blow, don't do what I did here. Do do what's right. Well, he's no slump at those either. Except for when he rolls a nat one on the die, he critically fails. Whoa, what happens to him when he critically fails on your awesome blow? Uh, he is knocked... Does he shoot ropes? He, just, <laughs> he is knocked back ten feet, knocked down onto his ass, and takes 26, like, fucking fall damage. Jeez. Oh, Can we say can't. I knock him off of me with that? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're immobilized, but you... Technically, wouldn't that go with that immobilization rule? <laughs> or is that is he considered not immobile? Peach Pie is immobilized. The creature's not. Yeah, but if he's grabbed, wouldn't that try to move Peach Pie with him? I like the idea of me awesome blowing him off of me. That, that was really cool. Let's take a look at Grapple then real quick. Your target is grabbed until the end of your next turn unless you move. Unless you move or your target escapes. So I guess if it's forced movement, is that considered moving? I think it really is. Yeah, yeah. That forced movement it has the move trait. There you go. Makes it simple. Forced movement. Forced movement is still movement. Grapple is broken. You awesome blow his nipple suckers <laughs> off of you. <laughs> this, this whole combat is just one big, giant, weird sexual innuendo. <laughs> he takes three bludgeoning damage as he falls. I knock him back into the corner, and I follow. jeez. Oh, knock him all the way into the corner of the room right next to Turtle. I know we can't get flanking, but... What an interesting round. And that is my three actions. That's going to take us over to Giant Akushungi number two. You know, the one that burrowed before the terrible AoE spell got laid. Well, it's going to use its actions to burrow. And you feel the rumbling beneath you inside this little building here. And it bursts out from under the ground through the wood floor of this outbuilding, sending sprays of splinters and shards of wood everywhere. But of course, it enters right into this mental AoE, and it needs to give a will save. Stupid animals. Uh, it gets a 35 and succeeds, but should take half damage. Okay, well, as he bursts out, he does take that 15 mental damage, and he it doesn't even really notice it right away. He's just on the path here, and he attacks Jebediah with his second action. Jeb does a 46 hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's a critical hit. Sure am. Dealing Jeb 67 points of damage as it bites down on you with that long, grotesque set of jaws that it has. As a free action, it grabs you. And then with its third action, does it? Can it? Yup, it's going to eat you. Not this again. I'm getting eaten all the fucking time. Swallow all. (laughs) Monster attempts to swallow a creature of the listed size or smaller. Listed size is large. You're good. That it has grabbed in its jaws. Check. So it has to succeed an athletics check. It gets a 45. All right. Which I'm pretty sure beats Jeb's reflex DC. Probably critically. (laughs) Which we've discovered doesn't make a difference here. So, Jeb, you are swallowed. 
Yum, 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 yum. Swallow hole should so be a two action ability. Oh, instead of a single action. Right. It's just it's just so ridiculous. Okay, the swallowed creature takes 15d6 plus 6 bludgeoning damage when it's first swallowed. As you're going down the throat of this creature, Spencer, you take 51 points of bludgeoning damage on top of the critical hit damage you just took. Take 123 points of damage total from the critical bite and swallow. And then it's my turn? Yeah, Jeb. Jebediah cast Regenerate? Alright. And I'm not sure if Turtle would... Yeah, Turtle's just gonna freak out and cat pounce over to this big guy. Cat pounce the giant Akashungi that just swallowed Jeb. Ah, uh, she's pissed. Oh, damn. Turtle doesn't like this at all. Nat 20. She's smart enough to know that it seemed to resist some of that damage. It does. 26 after resistance of 41. Yeah. Yeah, so 41 points of damage on the critical hit. However, the creature does resist Turtle's Bite down to 26 damage. Does she get two actions? Oh! Slowed one when you're uh, swallowed. Yeah. I don't get to do anything, actually. I would have to stay here. Doesn't she get one action? Only move her to stride or strike. I can't cap out. Oh, so she could still attack the other one, though. Yeah, just switch the, the damage. Zilverek <laughs> tw- Zilverek That's two. fine. I'll do that. Does Check he have resistance then? No, no resistances. Zilverek takes 41 points of damage as Turtle critically strikes it. That takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. I glare at the giant Akashungi. Uh, how about a 43 against Wildeasy? 43, critical success. It is frightened too and fleeing. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Swallow Jeb, run away. Is it gonna burrow away or is it gonna run away? Mm. It has to. Oh, it just it just has to flee from me. Yeah. It has to flee from you. We'll answer that question when it's their turn. How about that? If they make it that far. Then I need him to give me a will save as I cast a spell at him. Then he'll do just that, then. This will be a phantasmal killer. Level 6. It gets a 37 on its will save. Uh, Sure, it finally rolls well. Yeah, right. It'll take 17 mental damage. Alright, and that all goes through. And that is my turn. After Moonlight... It's the Zilverek's turn. And this Zilverek did do the bile, so he can't do it again. And he's prone. Oh, that's he's prone, that's right. So the first thing he's going to do is he's going to stand up. Attack him. Get a 40 to hit. That hits. 34 damage. Get Kill him. Yeah. Tries to stand up, and you just smash him right back into the ground. Thank goodness. Now I can chase after this one that's going to run away with my friend Chap. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was that was its turn. It stood up. Now it's dead. The other giant Akashungi burst through the floor right next to Peach Pie and Turtle. I should verify that they are lower level than we are. No. No? Then he does not flee. Oh, re- really? Yep. It's, if the target's level is lower than yours, the target is fleeing for one round. I see. It is not lower than yours, because you're level 14, correct? Yes, I totally forgot about that. I would have done something different last turn. Son of a bitch. My bad. That giant Akushungi from outside bursts in right next to Peach Pie and Turtle. It needed to use two actions to get to that spot, so it's going to use its third action to make a horn attack against Turtle. It gets a 33 to hit. Hit. Turtle is going to take... 23 points of damage. That takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. Then we got a giant ashtray in front of us. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's the best I could come up with. I'm sorry. Wasn't that great? Uh, I still don't really want to burn a bunch of big spells. I don't really have big spells to burn, even, to be honest. Jeb's in the one to the west that I can't see. Collective transposition. Do I have to be able to see Jeb? Yes, we already discussed that. You did. 
Not tonight, but uh, a while ago. Get yourself swallowed. I'm going to get my jab back. <laughs> you have to be able to see where you're going also, so it Aww. still doesn't work. You have to be able to see your target, and you have to be see like where you're going. Well, it, it has to be in my line of sight, though, so I, I just have to see where he's going. Right. I can't see him to move him. Yeah, but David was saying get yourself swallowed so that you could see him. Well, then you would no longer be able to see where you were going. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. 15 feet just to move into the room, so I have line of sight on both of them and electric arc them. All right. Reflex saves here. Looks like we have a success and a failure. Yep. 39 and a 28. And 21 damage. After the wizard, Peach Pie, it's your turn. I move in a manner that would invoke an attack of opportunity from number one if it has it. And they don't. I move over to be able to attack number two. All right. Number two. This one is frightened, too. I need to save my jeb. I get a 36 to hit, which hits because he's frightened, too. Yeah. So it's a good thing you did it anyway, Moonlight. I needed to fear him anyways. Uh, 27 damage. Looks like it's partially resisted. Jesus. Is partially resisted. He resists 10 points of that bludgeoning damage. I awesome blow him. Give me awesome an athletics check. It's not bad at these. But it also rolls a nat. That's a second nat one and awesome blow tonight. <laughs> it's knocked back 10 feet, falls on its ass, and takes one point of bludgeoning damage, which probably gets reduced down to none. It gets resisted down to nothing. However, hmm. I don't advise following him. I gotta. Peach Pie, when you awesome blow this creature, you catch it right underneath its maw, and it flies backwards, and its back hits the wooden wall, and it shakes the whole outbuilding, and then it lands on its back, and then all of its little claws are waving frantically in the air. It's flipped on its back, and it can't flip over. Really? Is this the one I'm in? (laughs) Yeah, you're going for a ride. And now it has the special condition for this particular creature. It is now flipped. Its soft underbelly is exposed, and it no longer has its resistances. In fact, it's weak 10 to physical damage right now. (laughs) As As long as you smack it in its underbelly. Well, it's its turn, so. It is its turn. It's true. With its first two actions, oh, it's its it turn. Rolls to save. up. Oh, that's right. We'll save. We'll save. Right? While it's still frightened too. Twenty-one critically fails. Here, Twenty-one. So it's going to take a bunch of damage. It takes seventy-two damage. Damn, seventy-two damage on the crit. This one is not weak to the uh, area like the swarm was, but that's still a lot of damage, and it all goes through because it's on its back. It uses a two-action activity called Roll Up, where it rolls itself up into a ball to protect that underbelly. Then with its third action, unroll so that it's now back on its feet. So, David, your awesome blow and it critically failing the awesome blow and being on its back wasted its whole turn getting back up. Excellent. Jeb, you're inside a creature. Please don't die. Just getting thrown around. (laughs) What the fuck is happening? Uh, I believe with Swallow Hole, at the beginning of your turn, you lose an action because you're slowed one. You're holding your breath or you start suffocating. Yeah, that's not true. I can't die. Oh, yeah, that's right. The whole regeneration (laughs) thing. All right, so Jebediah's stuck inside the beast, and he goes ahead and attempts to manipulate until he'll get a nine. Nine does. Uh, No, no, that does it. You only need a five when you're grabbed. Yep. Okay. Then I will attempt a reflex save on the guy, and he succeeds it. Yeah, he gets 33. I'll still do some damage, but... What you cast it? Is he resistant to spells? It's uh, Impaling Strike. No, it's because it's uh, physical damage. It's piercing. 28. Although, again, you can make the argument that that's its soft underbelly. Because this spell specifically originates from under the yeah. creature. Yeah, from underneath it. It still takes half damage. You could also argue it pierces into Jeb himself. No, it doesn't. What? No, it's a target. There's spell. so many spaces no. I could be into. What is wrong with you people? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a targeted spell. We're not going to say that. Some damage is done. It takes 28 points of damage. 
And Turtle sees the spike and she's like, oh, he's fine. And then she attempts to attack the one in front of her with a natural one. Turtle, use hers. Her uh-huh. point. Here, there you go. Yeah. She gets one. 43. That hits. 10 damage. And I'll be done. Then after Jebediah and Turtle, Moonlight, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to glare at number one. I'm going to use a hero point. I got two of them. I rolled a five. Instead, I get a 45. The 32 was a success. That's Is that critical? So, yes, your 45 is a critical success. <laughs> Good. It is frightened, too. And then I'm going to cast spell. We're going to cast synesthesia. Syn- syn- synesthesia. I don't think I've ever actually cast talked it about before. It. So I need a will save. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get you a nat one on that die. Um, that's bad for it. Jesus. Its senses are suddenly rewired in unexpected ways, causing them to process noises as bursts of color, smells as sounds, and so on. There are three effects. Due to the distraction, the target must succeed at a DC 5 flat check to make a concentration action, which I don't think it's going to be doing any of. Target's difficulty processing visual input makes all creatures and objects concealed from it. And the creature has trouble moving, making it clumsy three and giving it a minus 10 status penalty to its speed. That lasts for one minute. And because it critically failed, it is also stunned two as it attempts to process the sensory Holy shift. shift. So it's frightened two, it's stunned two, it has a minus 10 foot penalty, it's clumsy three. And everybody is concealed to it. That's a lot going on there. Wow, what a spell. Is this stunned two for the minute? Uh, just stun two. No, stun two goes away. Okay. Synesthesia racks when they crit fail for a debuff spell. That's fantastic. Top of round four, that Akashungi loses its first two actions because, you know, it's stunned. Uh, it's also very slow. It's going to use its third action to attack Turtle. It's going to bite. Uh, it needs to roll a five or higher for concealed, right? Yep. It gets a 36 to hit Turtle and then rolls a 7 to overcome concealment. So it does get a hit on Turtle here, dealing her 25 points of damage. But that's all it's going to do. It lost its first two actions. Wizard, it's your turn. Electric arc. Zap. Uh, success and a failure from the looks of it. And 26 damage. All right. Pinging him down one at a time. Anything with that third action? Smoke my pipe. Mmm, tasty. Peach pie. Your turn. I move up five feet, and I'm going to attack this one here that hasn't been hurt as much. The Akashungi that's all confused and clumsy and terrible at all the things right now. Yeah, because I don't want to go... Hold on. Yeah, never mind. I do that, actually. I move 30 feet around behind it, and it can take an attack of opportunity on me if it has a 10-foot reach and has attack of opportunity. It doesn't, and it won't. All right, perfect. I get in behind it, and I'm going to make an attack on it. Please knock it into the space. That's the idea. I get a 36 to hit. I deal it 40 damage, and I will awesome blow it. Awesome blow on giant Akushungi. So, uh, athletics. 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 Uh, Okay, not a one this time. I get a 43. 43. It succeeds. Uh, Not a critical success. It is... Still knocked back five feet. <laughs> Which is just enough to put him into I follow it. Moonlight's uh, area of effect spell. Does it take the damage as it enters, or just if it starts its turn in? If it enters. If it enters too? Damn. Yep. All right. Yeah, I need a will save from him. Get a 27. That's a failure. He takes 33 mental damage. All right. Oh, get wrecked. Well done, Peach Pie. And Moonlight. That's fucking teamwork. That is fucking teamwork right there. All right, well, that takes us over to the giant Akushungi, who has Jeb in its belly, is going to use its... Give me a will save. Will save, save. yes, will save, darn it. Uh, Hey, not rolling like garbage anymore on those. How about a 38? Well, that succeeds. So half damage. Takes half damage. Okay. So 14. 14 damage is halved. Well, then, with its first action... Turtle's like the only one that gets close enough to be in range without being in the way. So Turtle's going to end up getting a horn attack against her. Does a 29 hit? No. 
And then a third action to make a jaw attack. Does a uh, 39 hit? Yeah. That's going to deal Turtle 32 points of damage. And as a free action, it's going to grab Turtle. That takes us over to Jeb. You lose your first action to the fold condition. It's your turn. Can I just like discern which part is the front of this guy's body and what's the back? Like, can I see his butthole or something? <laughs> I, I suppose mean, I probably can't see anything. It's fucking yeah. I probably stomach. can't see anything, but it is. Uh, it's an aberration too. So whatever you're used to is just not the case. I'm gonna say. I no wanna. I'm, I'm casting a spell, and I don't want it to go a certain direction. Am I just gonna? We're just gonna roll a one d nine and see which way it goes. Yeah, bro. I guess I can't roll a one d nine. You roll a d eight. Uh, go straight north with a four. Perfect. Okay. I activate storm flash. Storm Flash. What does Storm Flash do? What is the that? weapon you gave me? Oh fuck! All right, all right. Lightning Bolt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kazap. A twenty-eight on its on its reflex save. He fails. It does fail. Oh, that's a lot of d12s. Fifty-four damage from Turtle. <laughs> Fifty-four damage is enough to kill it outright. Do I break out of this thing? It's dead. So you manage and you you char a hole out of it with the lightning bolt. Just zaps, cascades through it, hits the wall on the other side, and then Jeb kind of gets regurgitated out onto the floor, just covered in slime and bile. You're prone, but you're good. And I've lost my action, right? Yeah, that's it. You lose your first action at the beginning of your turn when you're slow. Yeah. Sorry, Jeb. I need a will save. You're good at those, though, so... Oh, no worries. Sure. How does a 41 do? Oh, you're still, I'm still going to take... Oh, never mind. It's critical. We're good. It's a success. It goes to critical success. I need a perception check from you. the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> 31. Um, that's not enough to disbelieve the illusion. Right. Sorry. But you still, he does, still doesn't take damage, right? He doesn't take any damage. Got it. But he does not disbelieve the illusion. Uh, yeah, Turtle will playfully cower behind Moonlight. Take a couple steps back. Yeah, Turtle's been getting wrecked here. Lick her wounds. Jeb, you got out and killed one of the Akshunkis. Sorry, casters, but it's my cat. <laughs> that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn. There's only one Akshungi remaining, and it's really kind of fucked up right now anyways. Yeah, we're going to go with a will save from him. We'll save, all right. Get a 38 on this one. Well, that's a success. He only is mildly frightened by the, uh, whatever phantasmal creature haunts his dreams. <laughs> yeah, the food runs out. Uh, he takes 12 mental damage and is frightened. And then, uh, third action, I will shield myself. Then after Moonlight, take us up to the... Top of round five. It is that Akushungi's turn. He is alive and he needs to give Gives me a will save. <laughs> that spell is ridiculous. It's insane. Oh, it rolled Finally, 20 on oh. So Finally, it gets a perception, a perception check. check, right? Wow, first time this happened. Might actually uh, get out of it. I uh, get a 35. That is enough. Hey, the giant. It disbelieves the illusion. Disbelieves the illusion. I taunt this thing so it eats me. It kind of looks like it wants to skitter back and forth in the square a little bit. It wants to get out of this this like thing, but then it realizes, wait, it's not even there. It's not going to bother. Instead, it's going to use an activity, a two-action activity called Acidic Effluence. Does it have the manipulate trait? It has the acid trait. It releases an acidic gas from its ventral glands in a... I'd really rather it not. (laughs) (laughs) It does. Uh, In a 30-foot burst, which is everybody. Everybody. So everybody is going to take... I'm immune to acid now. Nice. Nice. When did that happen? Uh, did you drop too many LSD? You took too much acid. Say, when I learned teleportation, <laughs> I took way too much acid, and now I'm just immune to it. <laughs> it just doesn't work the way it used to. You gotta take a tolerance break, man. So do we get some sort of save against that? It is a basic fortitude save, so everybody go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Fuck, that was almost a 19. I'm gonna use one of my hero points. 34. 37. 32. 26 and 30. 
32 was the save, which means Turtle and Jeb fail. And the wizard barely makes it again on 32 on the nose. Peach Pie, you have your whole barbarian thing. You get a critical success, right? Okay. So the damage here is actually going to be 41 points of acid damage. Is that no matter what? Or is that halved? Uh, that, that's the one that gets you know halved on a success. So 41 on the failures, 20 on the successes. And Jeb and Turtle both now have 2d8 persistent acid damage as well. Everyone gets plus 4 circumstance bonus to their attacks and rolls. Why? Because Turtle fell. Turtle fell? Yeah. And has persistent damage on her too? And there's persistent damage Wait, when Turtle goes down, we get bonuses? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, that'd be fucking great. <laughs> Little Wiz just starts attacking Turtle at the start of combat. <laughs> Go down. I need the bonuses. <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to start disintegrating you. <laughs> Whoa. Too far. Whoa. Too far. Whoa. Too far. <laughs> That's two actions for it. It uses its third action to just attack Peach Pie. Peach Pie gets a 41 to hit. That it's. Okay, and it actually gets a five on the die to overcome the concealment that it still has from Synesthesia. Peach Pie deals you 20 points of damage. Weak. And it grabs you. Free action. In its mouth. Gross. Takes us over to the wizard. Your turn. Uh, Ray of Frost. Trying to decide if I wanted to try to make it roll or if I wanted to try to roll, and I'm like, my rolls have been shit all night. I'm due for a crit. No, <laughs> roll six. That's that's a miss. Don't you have a hero point? No, nope. use both of them already for saves that I failed. Did that's right. Okay, well, a 29 in the ray of frost misses. Peach pie, you're grabbed, but it's your turn. Nah, attack him. I'll use my second hero point because that's a nat one. Get a 44 to hit. 44 is a critical hit before you roll damage. Yes. You can choose to forego your critical attack damage to flip it on its back, making it... Removing resistances and giving it a weakness 10 to all physical damage. I do that anyway, because of the hammer's special ability. Well, you knock it prone. I knock it prone. This knocks it on its back. So it'll be prone. It'll take a minus now two. Now I'm dealing damage. And dealing damage. Okay. Dealing damage. Gain dealing weakness damage. 10. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I deal at 73 damage. Gets reduced down to 63, but wham. And with my second action, I'll attack again. Ah, oh, and I'll miss. And with my third action, we'll just try and attack again. And a 30, you'll miss. Done. I'll miss. It's one hit from Peach Pie. And that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. Technically, I need a will save from you. Oh, sure, dude. 39, critical succeed, disbelief. Give me a perception check. A disbelief with a 43. You You definitely disbelieve. Heal that poor little turtle. But don't you have like a one action, uh, or is that two actions, the heal animal? A healer for 84. Oh, shit. Is that the heal animal focus spell? Yeah. Nice. 78 plus 56, that's a little nuts. Turtle comes back up. Yeah, she'll jump back in. A cat pounce. Oh, and it's soft belly boy, right? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, it didn't get No, I failed. Peach Pie's not a team player. It is prone, though. It has a 36 AC. Okay. So it has a minus three. Oh, that would have that misses by one. It misses by one. I'm done. I'm going to try, try attack again. Okay. Turtle pounces once, swings a second time, misses both times. But she is back in the game. We do have some persistent acid damage to resolve between Jeb and Turtle, though. Jeb, you're going to need it, because you take 18 points of acid damage. Or, sorry, 9 points of acid damage. And then what'd you get to overcome it? 18. 18 does it. So that ends the persistent acid damage on Jebediah. Now we need it for Turtle. And Turtle crits it off, and I took 9 damage for her to put her at 69 HP. Ah. Turtle gets a 20, does overcome the acid damage, and then takes 9. Moonlight, it's your turn. Yeah, I need a will save from this guy. All right. Yeah, all are doing well on these, so we'll see. Not so great this time. A 30. Uh, that failed. This was hideous laughter. Ah. Whatever terrible noise this thing's going to make from laughing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it is slowed one like and can't make. <laughs> like an elephant. It is slowed one and can't take reactions. Okay. 
didn't have any actions or reactions, but the slowed one absolutely helps because it's its turn. It is prone and slowed. Loses its first action to slowed. It's going to stand up with its second action. I attack of opportunity at smash. 44 to hit. It doesn't actually stand up, and instead it takes a critical hit. I deal it 77 damage and knock it down again. Knock it down. Is that a critical because of its clumsy? Again, yes, it is. It's a critical because of the clumsy fear stack that happened, or clumsy prone stack that happened here. Nice. Uh, It has a minus five to its AC right now. Okay, well, then with its third action, it's going to stand up again. Yeah, it just stands up. It loses all of its actions to getting knocked down and standing up and Chumbawamba here. Uh, Wizard, (laughs) it's your turn. Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. (laughs) Actually, no, I'm I'm done fucking rolling on people. I'm not electric arc. Dude, I can't roll tonight. It's there. And and they consistently fail my saves. I just can't. I've been rolling like just dirt tonight. Uh, 29 on the reflex. I know how you feel, Tyler. Um, cool. I, <laughs> I just kill stole it. Sweet. Yep, nice. absolutely. <laughs> Electric arc goes off and, bzzz, and then it collapses in the heap. Guys, I, guys, I did it. Uh, am I free to finish off my regenerative health? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, as the last Akashongi is, you know, barely. Uh, like standing and doing this terrible laugh, it ends up collapsing from the little zap. And uh, this, this little like oh, static shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking seventy damage here, fifty damage here. Oh, that twenty-one kills. Just a little. Bizarre. So we've all taken some. Di- well, the wizard hasn't taken any, and I guess Moonlight hasn't taken any. The Jeb Turtle have taken most of the damage. We expected a little. We're all covered in just like the viscera and guts of these horrible fiend monsters. And I turn to the wizard and say, I wish we could have just had tea. I mean, (laughs) we can still have some tea. Maybe in a less smelly place. Me and Peach Pie are going to have a tea date later. I love it. Can Bernard come? Tea dates wrong. Tea party. We're gonna have a tea party later. Tea party <laughs> in one of my mansions with unseen servants serving us the tea. Can I bring my juvenile companion? <laughs> Adorable spell, terrible name, let's never talk about it again. Anyway, that's two of the things taken care of at the Zolgath camp. Will the rest of them go as smoothly? Find out next time as we continue the Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.